Who is the best smasher in DFW? Find out today on On Air. Episode 7 of On Air with Big Pink and Dare Bear. We are here ready to bring you another podcast. We've been gone for a bit, but we are back with a Texas size episode. Later on, we're going to have some very special guests to discuss the best Smash players in the entire Metroplex. Two out of the three Triforce pieces. <laughs> but before we get to that, let me toss it to Big Pink really quick for a recap of the past week in Smash. So, first, we have to talk about the most legendary Mexican major I've ever heard, Meta Delfino. MK Leo was singing its praises like crazy. Mm -hmm. Twitter.com. He was saying that it was like one of the best tournament experiences he ever had. I saw them watching the tournament from the hot tub. Oh my God. I was kind of jealous right? until I realized we could immediately recreate that at Low Tide City. We exactly, <laughs> we'll have to. But Meta Delfino, you know, Mexico, known for its like talent, but seeing them and all fun. in one place, it's kind of like insane how many ins like just talented people there are. Like getting There's seventh no place was Big Boss's Rob and Cloudy's Joker Aegis. Like those guys are like, you know, those are some talented players and they're all the way down there in seventh. I know, it's actually insanity because Mexican talent is like kind of legendarily and almost like inside jokingly become top players are always going to be. Dude, this tournament is so sad that Meister got ninth. Meister, Yo. one of the best players in the world did not get top eight. That's insane. He got, are you saying that a Game & Watch landed a nine finally? <laughs> Can't believe it. But like, Big Boss is Rob. I love how he used the big shot tag. <laughs> I'm like, right. is that a Delta Room reference or am I just like brain rotting? Anyway, coming into fifth though, we have to talk about Goblin and Chad. Goblin getting fifth. Again, mm -hmm. what kind of stacked ass tournament would have Goblin in fifth place? Chug with Palutena, like he's usually faced up against at least four really good players yeah. in the top brass. He's, he's like a consistent top eight player, but he really hasn't broken through and gotten that victory you know he's maybe, on the poster but yeah maybe it'll happen soon but good stuff from chag and goblin but they were outplaced by an incineroar exactly the incineroar the incineroar and man this character yo i've been saying for a while incineroar scary he's scary and we're starting to see it sky jay getting fourth place with solo incineroar i can't believe it like he named himself sky jay because he's aiming for the sky at all times it blows my mind i thought yeah. he was scary in doubles like we're doubles players so of course we're scared of him but like in singles solo incineroar he won that other like uh regional slash major mm -hmm. and then he wound up getting fourth of this one like jesus christ you outplaced chag goblin big boss and cloudy yeah, with incineroar <laughs> It's like surprising because like, so you're talking about center on doubles. We've had people like Curry and Mage say like, yeah, this he's character way better in doubles, but I don't think he's singles viable. Sky J proving them wrong and everyone wrong. Really. What if? <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Sky J, you know, great placement. I think someone was a little hungrier. Yes, a little hungrier and a little more of a beast, to be honest. Glutony. Wario. Wario. <laughs> and right on top of that, you the two that you would always expect, mm -hmm. especially from a Mexican major, they're in their home country. It's Spargo with his cloud no instead Aegis. of his Aegis. No Aegis yes. at all. <laughs> and then MK Leo with his Corrin. Yeah, like, you were saying these are the people we always expect, but not the characters we always expect. Certainly not. We, we, we are used to Spargo dual mating, but I guess he's just solo cloud now, or maybe he was proving a point. And MK Leo kind of been going through a character crisis. I mean, maybe not a full-blown crisis, but character a mini fun. crisis. Character having fun. He was having a lot of fun at that oh, court, yeah. you know? It was actually insane. Like, there's that legendary Twitter clip going around with, like, the process that he goes through when thinking about oh, how he's yeah. trapping people at, like, the ledge and cornering them with up air and stuff. And I'm like, listen, 
It does happen, but you aren't thinking it word for word. You're thinking of that unconsciously. Like, his body remembers. That's what makes him so good. That's what makes him a top player. He doesn't have to think. He it's can built just, in. He can just, it's built in. But moving on from that, as legendary as a tournament as that was, the next one, though. The score! It's an Austin regional. Seventh place, that was going to be Giddy and LSOE. I still don't know exactly how he prefers us to pronounce that. Mm -hmm. I remember struggling with that at the last Low Tide City. I was like, LSOE, it's fine. We'll just call him by his in-game name. LSOE? Yeah. All we know is that he's another Texan Rob. Why are there so many? So I feel many. like we just have the factory around here somewhere. Like, we're just mass-producing Roombas and sticking heads on him. <laughs> Seriously, we're like, okay, here's um, Fear of the Kills. Okay, here's a down tilt. Now right, fill it uh, full of diesel fuel. <laughs> we'll some see what liquid death fuel. Some liquid death fuel. Yo, shout out to liquid death, though. Nothing ever helps my throat more on commentary than fresh spring water from the, where is it? It's from the Colorado Mountains? It's springs? from some kind of, so you know what, we'll, we'll, like, edit that out. We'll put, like, a robot voice being like, it's from these springs. The Alps. But... So coming in oh in God. fifth place though. Oh wait, I didn't go the other seventh place. Giddy Crom. Yeah, we talked about Giddy's Crom. You know, always there, consistent. He's a San Antonio boy, but Austin's not too far away. And he's practically like PR in both almost. Pretty much. I, I kind mean, of like conflate them in my mind. I don't know if anybody else does. That. I mean, they're they're both like <laughs> Central Texas. Like they're you know they're not like Dallas Fort Worth close, but they're not like. Yeah. Dallas Austin. We do see him distance. often enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's over here like every Anyways, other on to fifth place, another Austinite, Z3's Young Link. Yo. Show it up. As always, she's always impressing me. It feels like I'm talking about her every damn week. Right? <laughs> There's like another regional. Oh, another Z3 placement. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. And then, is that a Bowser Jr. I see in fifth place? Oh. Shiny's Bowser, Bowser Jr.? Junior? Bowser Jr. Yeah, another like unusual character. We had Cineroar in the previous um, tournament we talked about, and now Bowser Jr., these low tiers, or maybe they're not low tiers. Right, I feel like the only one <laughs> left is like Thrillho and his Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> the last one standing. Danby will tell you Kirby is too. And I, honestly, I see it. But anyways, you know, back to facts. the top three. We have Crumps. Wait, no, sorry. I was about to say, Freaks Cosma. Our boy? Our boy? We can't skip over our boy. We can't skip over the Freaks Cosma signature Rob. So this is a slightly higher placing Rob because they're from <clears throat> DFW. It's even more home to Rob well, than Texas know, like, in general. We have multiple factories, but the original factories in DFW. Exactly. Okay. That's this where is the first party Rob. Yes. Okay. First party Rob. <laughs> Don't be going to those second and third parties. You know what it does to GameCube controllers. Oh my God. Sheesh. But congratulations to Cosma. Another outrageous placing, just like he was on the PR. We'll talk about that later. But third place, as Dare Bear mentioned before, Crump and his Cloud. Yeah, another Cloud, man. Maybe this character is good. Maybe, maybe he's uh, pretty freaking good. Maybe Cloud is pretty good. Maybe, like, you know, Smash 4 Cloud is gone, but Ultimate Cloud's here to stay. Yeah, we can't forget that, like, Spargo only really went solo Cloud again because of MK Leo's assurance. He mm -hmm. said, your Cloud is really good. I think it might be better than your ages. Yeah, and maybe Crump's feeling inspired by that. Seriously, like, who wouldn't be inspired by MK Leo at that point? But he's not on this banner, so don't worry about him. Mudace is next. Mm -hmm. Second place, which is surprising. Surprising. That's and the number one in Texas. Went mostly Peach but had to use the Palatina against number one Burr's Kazuya. Mishima. <laughs> Mishima, Burr Mishima, God. I'm so proud of Burr because mm -hmm. not only is he placing like super high in DFW's region, he's finally found his rhythm and momentum and taking it back over Mudes. Oh yeah, Burr is peaking at the right time, going for, you know, what's, what's, we don't want to spoil it, but you guys know we're going to talk about Burr later on the PR. Inevitably. <laughs> Inevitably, but shout out to Burr, you know, going down Austin, getting first place. We are so proud of you. Yeah, seriously. But and back no up to DFW. Back to local news. Yes. Back to first party news. Local news. That'll be Freaks Denton this we have Tuesday. Another Kazuya. Imagine another one of these cursed ass banners. 
That'll be Junior. Junior's really been on the come up lately, though. He's kind of getting upset on PR. UNT, baby, I'm telling you. Yeah, he's actually sharing seventh place with another UNT boy, Coltol's Cloud. Coltol, oh god. Everybody's getting really scared of him. I've been hearing his name more and more as it goes on, but like the UNT boys, they're getting a degree in Smash. Yeah, they're getting trained up. Beebs is running a great club out there. And then on to fifth place, we have Oryx's Peach. And he got double eliminated by Kazia Steve. Oh. It was a rough week for I saw those tweets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and can you blame him when you no. have to fight DLC 2 every tournament? No, certainly not. I, you know, we all have to, but it all depends on like how high you want to place otherwise. But you don't have to use DLC. Like, Jamma, he got Another fifth place. Game. No Aegis, though. He's done with DLC. He's back to the links. And also use Zelda and dubs, so... Yo, what? He's just missing Ganon. <laughs> Honestly, wait a minute. Okay, Thermal's okay. in the building. We can train him up today. We can train him up. So all the links and singles, Zelda and dubs, Ganon and money matches. Yo! And then he'll Yo. have all five pieces of the Triforce. The Salty Sweet exclusive. My, oh my god. god, that'd be kind of legendary. Legendary of Zelda. But moving on, that's Jamma in fifth place yet again. But fourth place, Cheeks is finally showing back up. I don't know what opportunities have arisen for him, but he is not putting them to waste. Yeah, whenever he has a chance, he comes out and he gets top eight, you know? Easily. That's all That's all you can ask for. But he Multiple actually, PR wins. Multiple PR wins, but he did fall to a player who used his former main. Yo, that always hurts. Right? Nothing You're... hurts more. <laughs> Shigura. I... A, a name that kind of only recently sprung up again. I know he's been around, but... He was, he was um, a Lubbock boy for a while, right? Yeah, exactly. But, like, I think he recently moved here. That's what he mm -hmm. told me. And now he's just making big waves every single week. He is on the surfboard and the rest of us are drowning. <laughs> I'm glad to see him out. I love watching a, you know, good Crom Roy player always fun to see them oh yeah swing no. that sword around but like his crom i love how his crom is like his premier character like oh yeah he will use crom if he knows he can get the job done hopefully you know he sticks with it because every crom mm. eventually starts playing Roy. god yeah i think giddy's literally making the switch as we speak <laughs> wow for all that stage advantage you sure do get knocked off stage once and lose <laughs> but hey you know he beat cheeks so he um, sure did but not grayson no grayson's rob getting second place and actually Getting kicked off the pedestal by Yanni Steve. Oh, yeah, baby. Grayson had one free send in like three weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, I think so. But Yanni showed up. Enderman came out. Yep, Yanni started really up like, tilting, started jabbing. Started like forward tilting as he walked. <laughs> like yeah. that is a nightmare for Rob Mains. I can't imagine being that big, being subjected to so Steve combos. Big. Oh, no. But like Yanni, wow. I think his ad adaptation is kind of crazy. Because like I know that he used to lose to Taylor Halo. He beat him recently. Mm -hmm. He used to lose to Grayson after Grayson adapted to Steve's after losing to Steve's for a while. And then he counter adapted. So DFW, baby. You can't hold on to that W for long. Yeah. <laughs> if you like get that huge upset, you better hope you don't run into them the next day. And the next day we had Shockwave. Indeed. Which was so stacked. Oh my God, it was a nightmare. That, what was it called? Disco said Choke City. We had, we just released our state's PR and now everybody is throwing. Zillion and Sheik share the place of seventh at Shockwave number whatever the heck it was, 104. God, that, those are former PR players. Seriously. Seventh place. And you know, maybe they haven't been coming that many tournaments, but. Kind of had been a doves player only for a bit, but it was nice to see his Robin out there again. Yeah, I feel like he literally avoids singles bracket most of the time because he just doesn't want to be on BR. I remember him mentioning that. He's like, I just I think he just he was it. kind of frustrated at the game, but maybe he's found like, you know, a new place and is gonna start showing up again. We can only see. But you know who else found a new place and a new character? Who could it possibly be? Superman head, baby. Superman and a new tag I, at that. A new tag. And <laughs> Again. He said he went solo Luigi, so I'll believe him, but you never know with Superhead. Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, getting fifth place along with Grayson's Rob. Wow. Louis, if it really was a solo Luigi run, I would be 
like flabbergasted. I know that Yanni Steve is crazy because like a lot of Steve mm, yeah, players Yanni's used to Luigi. play Luigi. Yeah, yeah Grayson, um, Superman had has some of the deepest pockets, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was solo Luigi. Deepest pockets, deepest recesses of his brain. That's why his head is so big. But moving on. Oh my goodness, Burr got fourth? Yeah, it was a stacked tournament. It was a mess. The best, you know, one, one of the... The guy who just won in Austin Regional got fourth in a DFW local. If that doesn't tell yeah, you that about... that isn't a DFW, baby. About DFW's talent. Oh my god. It's a, I, I, I can't survive here. No one can. No one can. No one can. But Beastly, he almost survived. <laughs> he was on his way up. But the rip current took him away. Third place with his Ness and his Fox. He insists. As much as he says that Fox sucks, he will continue playing him. I'm, just, I'm glad to see him use only two characters. Like, he some, is like some a... tournaments, he'll go like eight characters deep. Oh, God, yeah. But Ness and Fox, like... Like five minimum. <laughs> who do they both lose to? Mario? To... Like, it's it's so... There's Can't very the few time. characters they both struggle with. Like, okay, Fox, you don't want to fight like a character like Kirby that just combos you and is really small. Yeah. Ness destroys Kirby. Yeah, done and done. Ness, you don't want to like get zoned out by like Pac-Man or some character you can't get it on. Fox, Fox runs doesn't them get down. Zoned. He does yeah. not get zoned. So <laughs> I, I kind of hope he sticks to these two characters. I agree. I think they're his two best. Pokemon Trainer, yeah. His Pokemon Trainer is good, but I remember at the Smash Fest I saw him at two days ago, he said, I went Pokemon Trainer against Prince once, never again. Oh, <laughs> well, Ness, never Ness definitely wins that matchup, so stick with the Ness. Seriously. But you All know right. who's sticking to their soul character also? Only one man. It's Skits, baby. Super Saiyan Skits with the Wario, as ever, the premiere. Another second place placing, because I remember he got that legendary Shockwave. That was his first top eight, I think. Oh, we will talk about that. <laughs> Sheesh. What we have on our guest. But yeah, shout out to Skits getting second place. And first place, Johnny showing up the triple swordy, Roy Crawman. No, I love it for him because like his arsenal or I mean armory. He has an armory. His armory. <laughs> He's just the fire emblem tactician. He's Honestly. telling like which units to go forth. Like every growing boy went through like the phase where they just wanted a sword so bad. And Johnny said, I need them all and I'm never giving any of them up and I'm going to win everything. And so he did. Yep. I feel like Johnny, again, like we're talking about the PR today and he would be on it if he was not 16. <laughs> and having to go to school, having to ask his parents to drive him to tournaments is difficult. But hey, it's good when he shows up and it's good when he takes tournaments. For sure, congratulations. Anyways, one more tournament to get through. Freaks Richardson, also incredibly stacked in seventh place. Halo Halo. The man himself. Halo Halo. Halo Halo, baby. <laughs> yeah, showing up the me sword fighter. As always, right? I wonder yeah. if he's ever going to switch off. I hear he's going to be going on like this conquest with his dad. I don't they're going to be going there. around the country. His dad was telling me about this. Oh, that's so cool. Riker. Yeah, they're going to go around Riker the country. Saints. Riker Saint. Oh my God. As it turns out, Riker Saint and Halo Halo are linked like Halo and Saint because Halo Halo actually got his tag from his dad. Aww. It's adorable. Like, his dad used to be a pro Halo player. He was on a team, and they were the Saints, and that's why he's, like, Saints Riker. Put the Halo in his name in his dad's honor, and that, like, makes me want to cry right now. I'm going to do it. Do his dad proud <laughs> that seventh place finish. Tying Desley's Min Min. Congratulations to Desley and Taylor Hill. The banner was not easy this week, that's no. for certain. But, I mean, if there's any evidence of that, it's that Oryx got fifth. And <laughs> I, I said Oryx lost a DLC 2 on Tuesday, and he lost a DLC 2 on oh. Thursday. Oh. Was it the same two? Was it Kazuya and Steve again? I think it, I think it was, yeah. Oh, Lord. I think it was Kazuya Steve Tuesday and Thursday. Peaches are down horrendous. <laughs> yeah, like, Oryx, I like the peach, but part of me just wants to see Oryx, a timeout character. Oh, yeah, wild And out. go, like, he's like, okay, you want to pick DLC 2 against me? I'm just going to, like, win neutral over and over and over again and take you down. Dude, wouldn't it be so wild if you picked up Sonic? 
Sonic, he has a Palutena. He could do that with Palutena. True, true. I just know that Sonic, like, invalidates Kazuya from what I've yeah. been hearing. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> but, you know, the Peach is still there. He believes in the Peach. And fifth place at a stack tournament, still a good result. Mm -hmm. Tying with Atomic. Atomic. Who, oh, gracious. Of course, went Rob, but is also trying to play more and more Joker, he was telling me. He I do said like Rob's still it. his main, but he wants the Joker ready. Yes. Like, in order to maintain, like, a secondary in the capacity that Atomic intends to, you're mm -hmm. going to need to be playing them in equal capacity, and that's difficult. Yes, especially because Joker's a rather difficult character. But hey, Rob is not so difficult. So. <laughs> it's true. I remember that one, like, uh, that, like, infographic that was like, do you want to win? Yes. Do you have a lot of free time? No. Rob, <laughs> yes. Steve. <laughs> yeah, talking about uh, characters that require lots of free time. Hippo, doing it with Kazuya. I don't know if the Steve came out, but... Man, he is terrifying with both those characters. Seriously. You do not want to get touched. Mutes. Yes. These Kazuyas be beating Mutes and Oryx. These Peaches are bruised. Now, Hippo, um, I think he beat Oryx on... um. He's just maybe He's the Peach Slayer. He might just be the Peach he Slayer. He might just be the Peach Slayer. The princess is not safe. Get her to a different <laughs> He's here to kidnap her. Bowser, move over. But move over Hippo. Grayson's next. Third place mm -hmm. at Freaks Richardson this week. As you expected, it's Rob, as always. I don't know if he'll ever pick another character. And he actually... um. Oh, he got second place in Mario Kart. I was ah. going to say he won Mario Kart, but he narrowly lost. It was by like Dude. one point last race. Dude. Some guy, um, six, six clock seven, he just showed up. Yo. One, took a slice of cake and left. Yo! He took the tournament, took his slice and left. Yeah. Went out the door. That is so OD. What a Chad. Yeah. So, um, Grayson, a great Mario Kart player. You know, maybe he'll show up again when the Koopa Cup comes back. You know, I'm really excited because, like, uh, I have this totally not a mod where Rob has, like, a, instead of the Roomba at the bottom of his feet, he has a car. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's just Grayson. You play Mario Kart, you play Rob, guess what? You can do it at the same time. They should put that in Mario Kart as, like, a skin or, like, a DLC. Please. That, that please. would be so cute. He was in the DS game, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I think he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But you know who else was on a lot of DS games? Kirby. I have to wonder. It's Dombey, baby. Kirby I'm so glad he played mark. like a bunch of Kirby. He went mostly Yoshi, but the Kirby came out against Kazuya. I feel like if he could, he would totally solo main Kirby. Oh yeah. It's impossible. So no. good for you for picking two no. other really good characters. Kirby's but... a soul character. <laughs> yeah. But Kirby's terrible. <laughs> we have a few people like that, like Beebs too. He's like, oh man, I would play a lot of Kirby, but uh, <laughs> he's so bad. It's hard out here. But Dombey, with all these Kazuyas on the insurgents right now, Kirby's becoming more and more viable as a counter pick. Yeah, that's actually not like. I don't know if Kirby wins, but it's probably even. At least even. It's hilarious to watch. Yeah. Like, one duck and it, you're, like, half your kid is gone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if he only has to make half the calls, then I think it's going to be much better for him. Mm -hmm. But thinking about first place, Burr coming back and saying, back to first for me. He makes it again with Kazuya. Freaks Richardson and that regional. Yeah. One week, two first place finishes. Dipped a little bit, Shockwave, but he ends the week out off on a high note. And we are going to end this recap off on a high note. We will be back soon with our two guests. You guys stay tuned. On air. This Monday, free play, free play Denton. Denton. Pinball Monday. Get here, play pinball. You got three strikes ranked out where you can play fair against other players. You're going to play different machines. You're going to have a blast playing some pinball Monday. Come hang out and make some friends. Play a little pinball. Definitely have a good time. Pinball Monday. Now, where do we even start? You get three strikes. You play a game. The top two carry on. You keep going until you can't stand anymore. It's a good time. Hang out. Chat with friends. Drink some beers. Palmer out. Rock and roll. <laughs> and we are back. I'm here with our two guests ready to get into the episode. 
back once again is everyone's favorite low tier hero, Thrillo. <laughs> the last one standing. <laughs> the last low tier there is, really. Hello. And joining him today is Mr. Hyrule himself, Harvard grad, super goalie, baseball extraordinaire, the man with all the links. It's Jamma. How are you? I am doing pretty well. Glad to be here. Glad what does this LinkedIn look like? What my LinkedIn look like? Yeah, you're a Harvard grad, and then you got three links. <laughs> you are LinkedIn. Man, I can't believe you guys don't have a Zelda on the PR panel when you have two of the three pieces of the Triforce. You're so close. Yeah. Right? I'll have to work Jason there next year. <laughs> yeah. You're so right, but I think between the two of you, you have enough wisdom. You're here for a reason. Yeah. We're here to talk about the PR. Smash in Texas and how it's done here versus the world. I feel like we suffer a lot more than the average region. Yes, we do. <laughs> and so does our PR panel. <laughs> yeah, they suffer. But before we get to our own PR panel, maybe we should explain a little bit what PR is. Because, you know, some case. people are not too familiar or they're like more attuned to like just we have results. casual listeners, right? Yeah, we have casual listeners. I remember Chris one time like messaged me immediately after a podcast was posted and said, okay, so humor me, what is a nair? And I went, <laughs> We should probably start explaining probably, things. I can tell you about that one. <laughs> Thank you. Oh no! Oh no! Not you! Not you! Jamma's like it's neutral. I feel like Thrall uses it just as much as you do. <laughs> it's just a high rule thing, isn't I about guess. Me, okay. Wait, Zelda too? Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. The three pieces of the Triforce are just the three nairs. Yeah. I hate it. But yeah, PR. Let's start with that. Yeah. Uh, Jamma can go ahead and explain it. Yeah, so um, power ranking is, it's it's just our results-based ranking of how someone has performed in this season. Mm-hmm. It's a three-month, pe- as far as DFW is concerned, yeah. it's a three-month period every quarter of the year, you know, January to March, uh, April to June, etc. Mm-hmm. And we do it very heavily based on in-city results first. Yeah. Because we want to be able to distinguish that from the Texas PR, who has its own rankings generally over the same period and focus more on the regional and national results. Makes sense. Yeah, because that's the thing about Smash. Like, you have your local scene, and then you have, you know, the bigger regional scene. And we talk about that here on On Air when we do recaps of locals versus regionals. And then you also have, like, the national scene. So for Mm -hmm. power rankings, there's actually, like, the DFW PR, which you guys are partly in charge of yeah and there's also the texas pr which is dfw austin san antonio Houston, once you start making bigger waves el paso yeah et cetera, et cetera. you and get then, a big fat g in the middle yeah. pgr is what the major one yeah, is that is the one beyond even texas it's bigger than texas which yeah. is possible and, and it's the like, global ranking exactly yes. not it power just gets rankings like the pool gets bigger and bigger and bigger each time mm. basically mm-hmm. you are but a frog in a well <laughs> until <laughs> yeah. you're in the ocean and uh, pgr is just the worldwide ranking and that includes people from everywhere japan mexico and europe it's, it's kind of used for the standard for every single tournament as far as like seeding purposes because really that's the main reason for all these rankings mm-hmm. we want to make sure it's not our egos <laughs> well, that's, that's what it's for for me well <laughs> like that too that's important you know but. that's a part of the whole thing but, but the local ones are yeah the <laughs> local ones are just for local He's so right <laughs> and it just helps you know later on people get seated the right way mm-hmm you wanted to be placing where they generally are supposed to place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to get complaints about upsets and like the whole point of um, having like streaming top eights and stuff is to make sure that it's like all people that can compete at an equal level with each other. Yeah. So in order to do that, you need to seed it so that they make it to each other. Otherwise yeah. they're going to wind up like having to fight somebody way too strong, way too early. And that's going to be off stream and that just ruins the stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lot of work goes into it. So like what? Tons. What's um what's the PR panel? What do they really do? Like what goes into it? 
Well, uh, it's just a combination of a bunch of different... Okay, keep in mind, we don't do this. We don't get paid for this. <laughs> we, we aren't. We get what yelled you mean at. to say is we're not paid to do a good job. <laughs> we get yelled at for free, you know? Like Basically. People, people have these complaints about PR, and the they're like, community. I can't believe this didn't happen. And I'm like, we just, we talked yeah. about it for seven hours, and we just, this is what we came this up with. This is what we with. came up with. It's cold, hard, unfeeling, unbiased <laughs> numbers. You guys think your local PR representative, okay? They work hard for you, and they don't get any thanks. Thank yeah. them. TOs don't I, get enough we thanks. We get the opposite of thanks. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't even think we were mentioned. Uh, not, not that we need mentioning, yeah. but, you know. The You're like the shadow puppeteer. Exactly, You're the like rankings <laughs> appear. But anyways. They just kind of it, unearth themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just a multifaceted thing where it's like, I help update Bracket with a bunch of tournaments that are uh, PR only. So anything that is uh, counted towards the PR is logged in for yes. that. And so people pull from that. And then JAMA and Trey Five. I yeah, Trey, there? it used to be Slaps would mostly handle the data. Then I handled it for a couple seasons. And I think Trey Five mostly handled it this season. Yeah. Mm. So it's just a group effort of gathering all that data. That way, at the end of the uh, season, it's much easier to present and look at. And that way... I think we also do make the data available to everybody else. Yeah, we do at the end of the season. So, in the, uh, PR you did, yeah. Okay, so we can know the data. And you were actually saying some of the members, and I, I thought it was like the shadowy cabal, and we couldn't mention. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. But yeah, <laughs> can y'all just run through who's all on the panel this past season? So we have Burr and Zillion, who kind of just mediate stuff, make sure it's going well. Yeah. And then outside of that, we have Jamma, who was on it the season before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slaps, who was on the season before as gotcha. well, and Kazma. Kazma, who was on also on the season before. Yeah. yeah. But the two new people uh, is me, who Thrillho, who have been on it a couple the seasons. Thrillho. <laughs> who've been on it a couple pa- panels before, so mm. it wasn't that new. Yeah. But Trey Five is the first newer pe- person that we had, and it was. He got to see basically how the hot dogs are made. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it. we did a great job. It came out relatively quick, probably the quickest turnaround we've ever had in mm, PR. Yeah. And on top of it being very like, you can look at the data if you want. You I know, do like, very... like so many people. Yeah. But I do miss the anonymity because it just kind of felt like the council will decide your fate. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, We've decided. Your PR. <laughs> team, Yo, for real. <laughs> you guys should just show up like that one day and just be like, this is a PGR level tournament. But yeah, and it, and it cycles out. You know, no one person's going to stay on the PR panel forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's always good to get people that are in the community that way, you know. Yeah. I'm sure Trey Five is like, wow, is it like this for everywhere? And I'm like, yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not DOW that's yeah. kind of tricky to get stuff right. It sounds like having good players in the PR panel is a necessity. Uh, I, I would say it helps, but also more so the idea of how they think and approach things. Because you don't want someone that doesn't know anything about the scene and doesn't know what rankings are. Like, it's, it helps to have someone that's well-known. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. they know things. Someone whose opinion is respected. Yeah, it's also just, it. it's more less so the... Um, the good players it's people who have to they have to have an understanding of this scene and you know how things go on how people's results work and whatnot to be present it does happen to be pr players a lot and i know it gets brought up that the pr players are you know deciding the pr it's just the pr players are the ones who um you know they care to be on the panel it it just happens to correlate a lot yeah mm-hmm. who's willing to put in the free work who's willing to get like chided by the entirety of the community at large for free, for free. <laughs> <laughs> who's willing to pay their soul instead exactly my god 
But I do like to see Thrillho contributing more and more and more to the community. I'm kind of worried about you, buddy. <laughs> I'm too deep. You're doing in now. PR got, panels I'm, now. You're sponsored. I'm commenta- you're commenting. Yeah, I'm just too deep in. I can't just get out. Like God, it's, man. It's bury more and more. Like deep in it's like how you play Ganon. You can't. Like, <laughs> you just can't handle it. I'm you're too like, far deep. I'm, too, I'm too good at Ganon. I'm yeah. too deep into the low tier lifestyle. I can't though. get out. He's still getting PR wins <laughs> with Ganondorf, the one low tier we well, have. <laughs> I think I can speak. For the same for everybody on this list that we or on this podcast that we love appearing on the losses list. We it is, do. It is so fun. I looked at the losses list and I was like, oh baby, control F, big pink. Everyone's like, who okay, lost Zofl, to me? Like, Zofl's here, Zofl here, big pink here, big pink here, Jam was here, Jam was here. Yeah, I got like, to be on the losses list for the first time in a while. <laughs> it's just so fun. Dude, I love that Jama, like you being a PR panelist, but also a PR ranker. Um, yeah, I. Not this season so much. <laughs> Look, but, uh... listen, it's because, like, this season, you kind of, like, took a back seat on purpose, it felt like. At the very beginning, you literally just said, I'm on PR. Let's play Aegis for a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you switching controllers, too? You were yeah, switching right controllers, controllers, too. No, you literally said, I did it. Now that I know I can, let's go ahead and, you know, try and make a future investment for myself. Yeah, because PR is nice, and, you know, you get your clout from the first one. And after that, like, aside from climbing up, it's really just about how do I improve and, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. I didn't think there was much more improvement to be left with just going with Link, and so I switched around, decided not to worry about it too much, and, you know, we'll see I really I respect that about you. I brought it up on this podcast before, where, um, like, I just fought you one time in bracket, and I was like, oh, God, not Jama again. <laughs> and you were like, I'm playing Wolf today. And I was like, are you using a different tag? You said no. I'm like, why? You're like, I don't care. <laughs> you didn't care about the PR? Yeah. <laughs> there used to be a thief tag, but I guess, um, oh, yeah. he stole something and ran away. Hey! <laughs> But no, yeah, like, I really respect the fact that you can, like, get on the PR and say, okay, well, this is my hurdle. Mm -hmm. This is, like, something where I can, like, test my base skill, like, what am I capable of? And then the rest is, like, I still need to, like, make room to experiment and see different angles of the game and hopefully get even higher. Because, like, PR should only be your first hurdle if you're trying to get, like, a world-class player level. Yeah, absolutely. And it was also when I started, like, going to regionals more and doing well at regionals. It, like, it just kind of gains perspective on... You know what the gap is what does pr really mean and mm. you know how how do i move forward from there it kind of you know changed my direction a little yeah. bit because sure. like pr like for tfw pr it's mostly locals but we do like y'all do weigh regionals and majors too like results at those from Texas TFW is big. Players. <laughs> it's, it, it's definitely hard deciding how to weigh regionals mm-hmm. because we do want to keep the distinction but we don't want to discredit the regionals entirely, so we'll get situations where, like, you know, this season we had some people who had some very overwhelming regional results. Out-of-city results city. ruin everything. Especially because <laughs> we made a new adjustment to the PR for, I think it's six weeklies, and then two, or you needed eight, but it's, what was it, like two It was It was six weeklies, two of those could be regionals or okay. nationals. So okay. they could only do, they could do or, four. Sorry, but... six weekly, it has to be eight total events. Yes. Six weeklies plus two regionals or nationals or eight weeklies. So that's like the limit. It's like you can only have eight tournaments that you qualify for. No, you have to have that minimum. Six. So oh. it could be the six total, but two of those could be regionals. So okay. beyond the PR, you have huh? to, eight total. Eight total. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Minimum requirements. Yeah. Ah, got it, got it, got it. So it was it was just very interesting because people were going for that route and then also like attending regionals and you're like, oh, oh man, Lord. this win. They, uh-huh. there, there was a moment where two players had the same win, but one happened in DFW and the other one happened at a regional and we were like, 
It How happens. do we weigh that? It's the same exact it's weight. It's the same person. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's good to have a panel so you can talk to other people for seven hours instead apparently. of just one person deciding it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Imagine and, one guy doing it. And like Tim <laughs> said earlier, we rank it from locals to regionals to majors because uh -huh. we know it's the DFW PR, which is just for local stuff. Yeah. And then Texas will supersede that with its own PR whenever yeah. they decide to make This that. is why you see disparities like DeBuzz not being on the New York PR at all, because he literally went off of his cuff to say, I did not attend any locals this re this like entire season. I've just been going to majors and regionals and bigger events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you wind up not being ranked at all or yeah. being ranked below people in your local region, which is so bizarre to see. You'll see like DeBuzz like third below these two other guys you never heard of. <laughs> exactly. But that's the problem with like local PRs versus like major PRs and where you weigh in like bigger tournaments yeah. and regionals they're and all, stuff. They're all just different, but they all have their place. It's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why you need <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm glad you guys are here, you know, because I'm a big dumb dumb. I don't understand how this, <laughs> how this happens. Bimbo but... cast. <laughs> Bimbo <laughs> and Hembo were like, can we get the brains in here for once? Right? My God. <laughs> but thank y'all for like before we get into the countdown talking about you know how the Ooh, sausage gets made the yeah. countdown the hot dogs yeah, but we, I think we're ready for the, the main course I have to I say mean, we did have a couple questions that people wanted to talk about um, oh yeah go I had it. a couple where someone asked about a dubs PR and I was <laughs> like that would be interesting because I know I've seen people it was Jason <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen people talk about Dubs PR, but seems impossible. I, it's it's really hard because it's really hard when doubles pops off because there will yeah. be some days where there'll be nine teams, you know, yeah. and it's stacked. Like and an actual some days, reasonable there'll number. There'll be three, yeah. you know, so it's even hard on top. It's already hard enough to make PR as it is, to be yeah. honest. But like also at doubles, like people will switch teammates. Yeah, if it's not static, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. If you have static doubles teammates, like a bracket, if we like actually conceive of something like that, like a doubles PR potentially. Yeah, if anything, it would probably have to be like based off like major results. Because yeah. like something major and regional combined, and like after six months, something like the way Texas does. I got the doubles PR right here. First, Cheeks AZ. Second, <laughs> Cheeks Thrillho. Third, Cheeks Jace. <laughs> Fourth, Man, we're just going to... Curry, curry and Army don't exist in this PR. Yo, it's because they don't attend anything. Yeah, they just show they, up. They showed They're up busy. for Shockwave 100, took it, and then left. And then oh they didn't even enter. Isn't that just the story of those yeah, brothers? Like, those like, two just show up, like, win everything, and leave. There's 30 teams, yeah. we're there. They showed up it's for like uh, the most recent... What's the one in Waco? They showed up in oh, that the one original, too. yeah. Lord! It's because they're going to school. Like, that's, like, what <laughs> they tell me. You know, yeah. singles, no, yeah. dubs ends earlier than singles. You can go home and get to bed on time. Yeah. It's pretty, it's true. Maybe that's why they favor it so much, on, on top of being, like, brothers, right? Like, I remember the two twins, uh, Hyrule Hero and uh, U Squared. Yeah. Those guys were killing it when they were together. But, like, it's like, if you live with somebody enough that, like, you'll be able to practice doubles on a regular basis. Yeah. Broken. <laughs> that's true. And then I had someone ask how to be on PR. Which well, is uh, get it, good. <laughs> honestly, it's it's a very it's a tough question, you know, because they could come at it for certain ways, like what's the easiest method, or what do I have to do to work on to be PR? Yeah, it's but like, what really, it's a lot of just attending and just going to tournaments, really. Yeah, and to get that experience, mm -hmm. and like just for instance, Johnny, who's like the HM from the season before, yeah, he could probably be PR if he wanted to, but he since he doesn't attend enough. We'll never be able to figure that out. We just said out. this earlier. We so, saw him placing first at Shockwave, and I was like, he would be. Yeah. But he is 16 years old. <laughs> so really, just attend as much as you can, mm -hmm. get as much experience as you can, and then 
maybe you'll have that gradual rise because yeah. there are people that used to go, you know, three and two and two and two and Taylor Halo. But I mean, there's people that are very close to being PR. Seriously, and we'll a, get to a, that. a good few of them. And I'm we'll sure get to hard. that when we go to that list. <laughs> and, uh, HM is a hard position to get yes. on its own. PR, let alone gracious but speaking of honorable mentions can we start can we start can we get the countdown we, we can, can we throw out yeah. okay why don't you take it first then okay uh honorable mention was atomic atomic i know there's caused a huge uproar first of all i want jamma to explain what an hm is hm so an hm it's not be very clear it's not meant to be a number 11 uh -huh. an hm is someone who had some level of pr relevancy maybe some sort of interaction where he had some sort of standout performance, but maybe something held him off from PR for some reason. Could be a performance. Last season, it was Johnny. He, like, was one-off and a week was His lost attendance. to COVID. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just someone who did something very remarkable and was one of those high-level players, but just for some reason, they didn't make PR. There was something holding them back. Yeah. This is the you're almost there place. And uh, previous HMs would be Jamma, also was an HM because of insane attendance that one season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was grinding that one For season. sure. And yeah. then, uh, I, I, don't, I can't fail to remember another HM, but mostly Atomic got it because uh, he started off very slow. He did. He has probably... He started grinding. He hit the yeah. gas, though. He hit the gas. <laughs> he yeah. was exploding He was there the every tournament, it felt like. Yeah. See, this is the issue. Like, we're talking yeah. about a three-month period of time, and, like, everybody saw Atomic for the last month and was like, this dude is making PR for sure. Yeah. But mm. you can't ignore the data. It's cold, hard, unfeeling numbers, and if we took it anywhere if we were like we only take a month of data we would have 12 prs a year and that's insane yeah, <laughs> yeah. so unfortunately a slow start to the season can make you go from pr to hm but an hm in dfw that's pr in many other regions so <laughs> i think it's still a crowning achievement i never made hm i yeah. want it so bad <laughs> and it's it's worth mentioning that some of his winning records were like on par with a pr level player he was positive i don't remember whether it was, he was on positive on burke was it on? Oh, oh yeah, it was Bert. It was Bert. So he's positive on our number one. It was just he we'll went to it. so many tournaments and online he or and uh, he went to so many tournaments and just because of that, because he went to a slow start and went to so many tournaments, he accumulated just a significantly longer losses list than anyone mm. else on PR. And because he didn't have a significantly better win record than the rest of the cast, he, you know, we couldn't quite put him on. Okay, but, so close. You know, and because we have different tiers, we also look at. Um, we don't try to weigh losses that heavy, but it is a good understanding to have a da uh, we'll have a document with. Okay, these are your worst losses. Yeah, you know, we won't include. Obviously, if you're a chef and you lost to Danby, that doesn't count. That's going to go on. The, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's it's, expected. It's going to go on <laughs> yeah. the. It's going to go on the uh, Excel sheet. Mm -hmm. But the other one is just going to be like, okay, chef lost to Zofel, lost to X player, and that'll be a little bit to sway the needle if That's it comes exactly down to it. that yeah like if it comes to like these two players have the same wins but yeah. who has worse losses exactly That's and that's when it, we saw atomic and it was like it's hard to yeah look at these great wins he has but the list was long it was long and bro. but we know we made him hm because we all know he'll be able to clean it up and be on the next season on you the slapped right him up there to say you're almost there <laughs> keep it up yeah keep it up atomic we're big fans but number 10 was actually a bit of a surprise for me how about you jama yeah, no, I didn't go into the data looking at it. We actually pulled together our thing and we kind of like bracket 
one of the ways we look at it, just to like kind of start getting our ideas together, is the top so many people on bracket, like the top 20 or 25. And so we kind of see those names grouped near the top, and we're mm -hmm. like, okay, we can start with the PR here. One of the names that was lower on the list, because bracket has heavy recency bias. Massive. Like I said, we all saw Atomic for the last month, exactly. but not the last three yeah. Yeah. And that's why people were so like, that person's that low and they don't see no they see the last month but they don't see the exactly. two months yeah you can level up quick yeah but superhead he was super he was like low on our bracket ranking because most of his work was in the first month of the season he did meet the attendance requirements solidly yeah mm -hmm. but it just most it of it came in a short period of time so people you know didn't remember what he did they early forgot on. about it yeah and then he started you know later on he started messing around with like game and watch and luigi and wasn't as attending as many tournaments because i know like when I was making my PR predictions, I had Atomic number 10. And then when I saw Davey, a.k.a. Superhead, a.k.a. Sleepyhead, a.k.a. Superman head. A.k.a. <laughs> when I, I saw number 10, I was just like, look, yeah, look, as I was a little like, I was a little like, Superhead. huh, really? And then I started to think about, oh, yeah, at the beginning of the season. Because mm. it was a three-month period. And recency bias, like you're saying, is it's a very strong. January. Very strong, like, you know, it can change how you think. Yeah. I just want to say shout out to Trey Five. He's been helping me run bracket recently. I taught him how to do it. He understands how annoying Davey is because <laughs> Davey changes his name like almost every month. Yep. And the way you have to match the person to the records is they'll give you the list of the people and it'll match it with the name and say, oh, okay, this name matches with this name. Yes. Superman head, I have to bang manually head. add to Davey. It's the worst. Superman headache. I cannot for wait. For the PR panel. Yeah. Knock for, it off. For, for, <laughs> for, for, Trey Five was like, is there a way to get this like manually, like to do it automated? I'm like, no. You have to manually do it for him every time. Dude, I'm literally going to like learn coding and like make a program for this. Right? Just for, just for Davey. Just for that. Maybe, you know, Superman headache can be the final name. <laughs> that is the final name for me. That's I, all I'm calling it. I know we, he doesn't have a final form yet. No, oh, no. God. I'm tired of it. Going through it like Frieza. <laughs> also, just to point out, like, a couple of the things he did that kind of pushed him over the top, over, uh -huh. like, the next set. He did have a positive record on a couple of significant people. Kazma, who, you know, we'll talk about later. Yeah. He had it on Lima. Um, Lima's Bayo, because there's Lima's some people Bayo. who are like, oh, wait, was it his corner as Bayo? But, exactly. Yeah, and he played still... Palu first, right? And then he played Bayo? And he played a Corrin on one Odyssey. Ah. I don't remember that. I remember the yeah. Lima Palatino, but beating Lima's Bayo, that, that victory counts for a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because he's uh, the undisputed, you know, number one. Number zero. Yeah, number zero. <laughs> Palutima. And who else did he... Well, and, well, and his, his big thing, honestly, was... And, We'll see this with some of the next few people. He just didn't have many, like, super notable losses. He was a bit inconsistent versus, like, what we might think of as the gatekeeper level. Mm -hmm. You know, hit or miss on his records there. But below that, like, on our bracket ranking, I think his worst loss numerically was Taylo. Was it? Was he one of the Taylo Halo? I think it might have been, like, Christy 96. Oh, he did have one. Yeah. yeah that's why he was that low. Yeah. Was he had, like, one or two? That was yeah. Right. That's right. I think I'm confused. Christy sneaks up on you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing that people really... Honestly, halfway through the season, I'm like, man, you know, some people aren't allowed to go to tournaments and yeah. some people aren't going to be going. So I was like, man, maybe this PR season might be a little easy for some people to sneak on to. But it wasn't until it started getting past the later months and mm -hmm. I'm like looking at the data and I'm like, oh, God. this is not what I thought it was. No. Me and Trey Five talked about the panel, like the, the ranking before we talked about everyone just to get like, oh, okay, let's throw some ideas around. Yeah, of course. Before we talk about it with everyone. We didn't even have Davey on there. Oh. And it wasn't until Cosmo brought it up that we're like, huh? Like, oh, who's yeah, record? Dang, and then we're like, 
Oh no, it's matching up. <laughs> oh god, no. Like, you gonna realize if one thing changes, the whole thing. The missing changes. link. Because <laughs> I know, you know, Jam was well aware of this. If mm. we move one person, that affects the whole PR. Yep. Because all of a sudden, someone's win over somebody might be worth more than it was before. Yep. And so you can't just go into it being, oh, okay, just move Davey. No, it's not that simple. I have to accommodate. I have to like seriously praise both of your work ethic. Because like I would have simply <laughs> thank taken your local the, PR. Thank your local <laughs> PR, please. If you even know who they are, they yeah. probably won't even reveal themselves. They don't want that flag. <laughs> but like. The fact that you could have just written him off, like, logistically speaking, you could say, you had three different tags, that's three different people. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Bye. I mean... <laughs> off he, the he PR. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we did. were all surprised. It wasn't until Cosmo said something, we are like, oh. And then the data check... Damn it, Cosmo. Congrats, out. baby. Congrats. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we were thinking of, you know, Atomic, maybe Desley, but once that happened, it, you know... No, seriously, Atomic and Desley were, like, what I expected. Yeah, sure. yeah it was a lot of, you know different people we could have expected but shout out to trey five for helping you do the work and shout out to trey five for getting number nine yeah on the dfwpr was an honorable mention a couple seasons ago and now he's a number yeah. um, i can't wait for him to be in fifth i think you, you, you want to explain a little bit what happened with trey five last season maybe just to yeah why was he hm no, he's HM two seasons ago. No, he's HM two, two seasons, two seasons And then last season, he didn't make Trey it. Trey five oh. two seasons ago was actually incredibly close to PR. Mm -hmm. We don't always... I I know there's the talk of the number HM not being number 11, but that season, there was like a pretty significant drop-off after Trey five's results. So that season... That was number 11. That kind of was... You know, that was a special case. Mm. And he has been hanging around that like close to PR spot forever. Yeah. This season... He pushed through, and his loss record, I the loss record I was confusing Davies with, He Davey had a couple of suspect losses. Trey didn't. He yeah. he had a solid record. He had, you know, solid record. He had, like, one or two positive records on people above him. And mm -hmm. he also had a win on Lima. So he also like, had a Lima. There it is. Yeah. Lima wins. They, yeah. they add up. Yeah. This is what we're telling you. This is what the difference between an HM and a PR player is. And then also, when you're looking at the data as a whole, you realize this season, DFW, outside of, like, one or two Two or three people hmm. didn't have that many bad losses. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're sprinkled in there, but man, it was crazy. I got it wrong Close. again. He had a couple bad losses. It's the <laughs> Here next we are. step up. Yeah. But, but he was more consistent. His difference between him and Superhead was he had a more consistent record versus that gatekeeper level. Yeah. Uh -huh. Otherwise, yeah. the profiles were pretty similar, but he had a more consistent record in that tier, and that's what gives him that edge for that number. Because I've been on a couple previous panels where I've seen the losses list, and I'm like, Dang, those are a lot of losses for each person. But this season, it was like really hard to mm -hmm. kind of sure. eliminate stuff because there was nothing there. There was some necessary arithmetic involved. Yeah, we were mostly yes. looking at wins, and mm -hmm. that, that decided it more. Than... Man, if you're ever gonna be like making it onto the PR, but you're not sure, just beat Lima. Just beat Lima. <laughs> just it beat adds Lima up once. Oh, so beg easy. him to go Palu. Oh, beg him yeah. <laughs> because you know. Side note that when we do not count wins differently if they used a different character yep, because that's their fault. It's, it would be ridiculous for us to look through every single bracket and be like, Lima, did you use this character here? <laughs> oh, God. Grayson, did you go Donkey Kong here? Like, this that would just be crazy. Earlier. So, unless they're using a different tag, like Chef will do Twag and he'll play Marv and Ridley, <laughs> mm -hmm. then, you know, it won't count. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, it counts. It's like, as long as, like, Falco's off the table for you for the exactly. entire tournament, then it's fine. Yeah, I will say there are times, like, for losses, we'll take that into consideration a little bit. So, like, I... I was a particular case where, you know, sometimes I play at a PR level because I'll play Link against certain people yeah. or I'll play. But overall, I wasn't on a PR contention. But it's tough to fault someone 
for just taking a random loss to someone like me or even you know Lima didn't show up for this season can't even call that a random um, loss anymore because because you know you can't knock someone for losing to someone who's just going random you know it just depends on the day it you happens. know it's not yeah. happening. but exactly. they know the risk they're taking like everybody that would ever make PR understands that if they don't change their tag and they go their secondaries that is a risk <laughs> But man, I can't wait to see if Lena comes back this season. We'll it was see. supposedly uh, it was supposed to happen on the first of April, right? Yeah. I don't know if that was a joke. It'd <laughs> be funny, uh, but we'll also see. not. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just taking another mental week. But that would be interesting. Good stuff from Trey Five. Going from honorable mention to number nine. Congratulations, you busted indeed. through the gate and more. The front door. Maybe, maybe just Lima's in the hyperbolic time tra- chamber, you know. Something's Skits happening. Got out of. Skits emerged eight. as number eight on the PR. Oh my God, Super Saiyan Skits. He's ascended. He's yes. on Super Saiyan 2 right now. If he gets any higher, it's going to start getting ridiculous. No, so, okay, soon. a lot. I got to say about Skits, I had no inkling of him being on the PR until... Super Saiyan skips happen at that shockwave. I run. didn't know either. The shockwave run that will be legendary forever on shockwave 100, right? Yeah. Shockwave yeah. 100. He got second place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, second place. Yes. I'm not sure. I was I, commenting. No, it I was went 100 because that's why all the out of city were there. <laughs> I, I was oh, so right. tired. I was like, I, I want to watch this tourney, but I gotta go to bed. Go to bed bro. And then I woke up and I was like, Four Skits got morning. second. Yeah, and I was like, Insanity. and I was looking at who he beat. I was like, this is nuts. He beat like. So can you all talk a little bit how like one insane tournament run at a super stacked um, bracket can like power you up literally on the power rankings before even that like remember one lima win is all the difference was between somebody making pr and not making pr and skits got like not lima wins but like 3.75 lima wins (laughs) (laughs) it was crazy after you jama yeah it's this is i'll be honest this is one of the hard things to judge right here because skits run the notable wins there were Zai, Jordan, and Johnny. And Zai, uh, Jordan is the new number one in Louisiana. Yes. And Zai, I think, is number, number two. two yeah. You topped a whole state. <laughs> yeah. Johnny's a little bit easier to judge. We've at least discussed his data in previous seasons, and he mm-hmm. performed to similar levels when he showed up this season. Yeah. So we had an idea of what that win meant. Zai and Jordan was a little bit harder. Not only were they significant wins on out-of-state players, which is always hard to judge if they happen at regionals. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to say, well, is Louisiana them. better than Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were defending wins, which is significant. This happened in DFW at a DFW local. So we actually like to wait those pretty up. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Like, wild to me. And and let alone with the base game character. Like, you know. (laughs) Oh, dude, a base game nerfed character. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) On top of that. A character Jordan plays and... He didn't want to do the ditto against Skits. Bro. I think they did like one round of the ditto. They were like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. It made sense. That run was actually legendary yeah but he's the one where he didn't have losses <laughs> this, I, i'm sure this time i'm absolutely sure this time <laughs> so what you're saying is that from eight upward it's all about wins well i i would say that because there'll be two people that we'll talk about where they had the li- lo- the losses and it did hold them back from certain spots but they also had those great wins. And and they had it wasn't great just great wins. It was dominant records. Yeah, dominant yeah, records. Yeah. But, I mean, at a certain point, you have to, like, really look at losses and be like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Like, Speaking of can we have this sense. person this high if they're this bad against, like, lower-level people? It's so true. But, again, speaking of not making sense. So, I heard that number seven, <clears throat> Yanni, the legendary Steve player, is higher on the Texas PR than the DFW PR. We touched on this. Yeah. That but just why? don't make no sense. <laughs> Yeah, like like we said earlier, uh, we count locals, regionals, then majors. 
because we at the local yeah level. because Yanni did have a win on Leon the mm-hmm. Bowser which PGR I got JV Ford by Yanni Yo. on Wi-Fi with my Bowser so I was like <laughs> I know I was not surprised when they said it that. I was like oh, okay yeah Yanni was like yeah that match was bad for Bowser and I'm like yeah it looks like it it felt like it yeah it felt like <laughs> it but uh so he had that PGR win to like. It's a great win. Don't get me wrong. It's PGR. It's amazing. But we just don't weigh that as much as we would if he had done it locally. Or exactly. Okay, so, so Yanni, like, had a much stronger out-of-city than some other people, but his local results were not, like, bad, but, like, kept him from climbing up higher yeah. in the power game. We, yeah. fight, we fight him more often. Yeah, and it's more like if we look first if there's a significant gap in the in-city results... For Yanni and the people below him, um, there wasn't... It, it was actually really tight in a lot of the discussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a huge, huge gap. So because Yanni had that incredibly strong out of city, that did move him up a couple spots. Yeah. But for the next step up, there was a significant gap in the quality of wins mm-hmm. in city. And so that's kind of what held him down to this spot yeah it's like a consistency issue yeah but i'm like i said if if they do finish texas pr he might be higher again because it's just our dfw we want to take a snapshot of that period of time and be like this person was number seven in that time period but you know texas can do it for seating purposes which is exactly you know yeah why not this is like if you're thinking about like an out of city tournament where most people are traveling for it, you have to think about how well they perform out of city. Yeah. A seating is different than DFW seating is. Oh, exactly. That actually does make a lot of sense when you phrase it like that. Yeah. And I want to move on to the number six, which was a little bit also weird for people to see. Because yeah. We're normally used to seeing Oryx at around the one to one four. One to three at most. Mean, <laughs> one to four range. Okay. I was, so when I was doing my PR predictions, hmm. two through six was really hard, and I had all Blew these people that are about to be mentioned, but I had them in a totally different order. Yeah, yeah. and we did. That too. was Superhead. He ruined it. <laughs> it was the three through six spots was another space where it was super tight, and honestly, mm. another panel could have done it differently. Yeah, it's true. Because there's different things that we weigh that might someone else might have weighed, uh, but Oryx was one of the people who had like start off really slow, like mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. a bunch of losses. And it was hard to, like, at the end of the season, once you collect it all, you're like, wait, he lost to that person? Lost to this person? It's because, like, right after he got PR, he just, like, took a big breath and, yeah. like, let himself slip a bit. It was fine. We understood. We said he is, like, just needing to take a rest for once. He's been working too hard. And then he kicked the gears back on, and he put it back in fifth, and then he got his wins back. Exactly. And then the Kazuyas came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, the difference between the spot below him and, like, his spot is... You know, Yanni's kids trade five. They were positive or even on one or two of the like top level players. Oryx is three zero on the players above on two players who are going to be listed above. Him. Absolutely yeah. insane. Which is a dominant <laughs> record. However, those players above him had some similar stuff, and he uh-huh. just had a longer list of losses. This is exactly what we were talking about. So losses matter too. It you know that's just why we chose. Again, I think some other panel might have because his records are actually just a little bit more solid as far as the winning stuff goes, but. Wow. So his, his losses, were they, did they keep him back because he lost to the people around his skill level, or did he lose to, like, as you were saying, gatekeepers or mid-level DFW? It was, it was people, there were some losses in there that were significantly below a PR level. Yeah. Okay. okay. So not even in the gatekeeper tier, like... like when I Hippo think Nightmare yeah. was on there. Yeah. 
And it's, uh, they, to be fair, never beat Debo, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Nightmare does get some wins. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I fully expect Oryx to bounce back. Um, and you can even see on bracket, I think Oryx was like top four mm-hmm. because, like we said, it's so he- heavily weighed towards recency bias. Yeah. That way, when someone's looking at bracket, they'll be like, "Wait, why does this match up with the PR? Like, mm-hmm. isn't it you know the same?" Yeah. And it really isn't. You know, it just weighs much more heavily attendance. And what your more recent it's a balance. Are. Like all this is like a balance between this and that yeah. and whatever, yeah. whatever wins and losses. It's the media. It's trying to draw a bigger picture within all the yeah. Appears over a period of time as a whole. It's hard. And brackets when you're making seeding, it's like, like you're saying, the recent results matter. Yeah. yeah. You can really think of think it. It's an Elo system too. So like, if you play an online game, you're gonna get ranked, and that ranking is much more of like how you've done recently like you might drop a couple tiers because of a bad day mm-hmm. and that's kind of how bracket rankings work more so rather mm. than a full stack it's even more severe yeah because yeah. you're actually like relying on somebody's judgment looking at those losses and like if i beat somebody if i got a pr win three months ago i'm not going to want to see him in bracket again <laughs> it, it, it changed it changed but like three months is still the period we're looking at so it's like yeah somebody might be better now but they still lost at yeah, the beginning that's the thing but you know who had like a much stronger ending I have to wonder. <laughs> then number five. Number mm-hmm. five, Grayson, which surprised me. But then I remembered. Oh yeah, he I'll did have some early season struggles, and mm-hmm. then he really came on at the end, kind of like Atomic. These Robs. Yeah. I guess they're just feeling up too late. Slow start. Yeah. <laughs> it was the gas was expensive this month. <laughs> and That's what? true. And then it started going down. They're like, wait, I can, like, oh, I, can, I can blast off now. Finally. But yeah, fifth place, Grayson. When you look at the people above him, you'll understand. But like. Again, fifth place is low and uncharacteristic of somebody of his skill level. He was Texas ranked. He was like top three in DFW multiple times. Yeah. yeah. It's insanity. But three through six were all just so close to each other. Yeah. You know, it's like what Jam was saying. A, diff- a PR, a different panel could have done this a different way. Mm. But I think number five is about right for Grayson, considering the fact that he did have a couple of bad losses early yeah. on there's just some people or, that are just infallible it feels mm-hmm. like yeah and it's not even really the bad losses with grayson it's 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 like one or two notable losses but also it's just he collected a lot of losses versus the guys we're gonna see him above above him on this list and even versus oryx mm-hmm. early on into the season now he does not have the level of losses that oryx has which is why he's higher yeah and but, that's what put them between each other and this he also had a couple of like a, oh he defended versus teaser who we we know how good teaser oh, is. Oh yeah, and he's, he's one zero on teaser and Lima. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Lima and teaser weren't they number one and two a couple of seasons ago? I don't in Texas. Yeah, I think I teaser was yeah. middle of the PR because yeah. he left oh. halfway in the season. I always thought he was yeah. much higher, but he you, left you midway did, yeah. in the season. Like, that was the problem. If you counted only the first half of the season, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, three months. Yeah. it's a long period of time. Where yeah, does teaser live? That's why great <laughs> Georgia. Georgia. He's Georgia. Going to school there. But, uh, Grayson, that's why Grayson's at number five as opposed to even higher because we'll mm-hmm. see later on these people had a number on them. And oh, yeah. we would also like to note that he will be much, much, much higher on the Texas PR. He has sure. two wins over Jake. Yeah. Oh my oh, God, really? Steve Slayer. So he's in that same category that Yanni is of it's so hard to judge those. Exactly. We want to value the in-city more just because of the purpose of this ranking. Yeah. But, you know, it's not to knock what he's doing out of city at all. Oh, for sure. I like mean, I said, this just ranks things differently. Yeah. And it'll look different when Texas finally does their PR, whenever that is. Yeah. 
and uh, Grayson will be higher on there, and that'll be much more prestigious for This him. is the well, not yeah. the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> remember. And yeah. remember, we trained him up for that. He, yeah. he beats Jake because he has to fight Yanni and Trey Five and whoever the hell else every day. Yeah, Grayson, Grayson has the sets higher. Yes. I know it's tough to see stuff like you you at f number five, but it'll make much more sense in the end. I'm sure it will. Still, five out of five for Grayson, I think. Number four, Danby. Oh, my gosh. The, like, PR staple at this point. Yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about Danby. I wanted to kind of, you know, there was a the first season you could be like, oh, it's a fluke. DFW doesn't know how to fight Yoshi. You know? We don't. But <laughs> but we kind of have to know by now, and so Danny is heads. still here <laughs> in the top five area, and it is wild to me. Mm -hmm. And, and he's a lot other characters. Yeah, we saw him Kirby. go the other night at Freaks Go Kirby and, most of the night, and three O Hippo. I'm pretty sure, and we commented that Bro, it was yeah. the most fun, one of the most fun sets we <laughs> Kirby saw. Kirby upsets hit like yeah, nothing he was just else. So happy, <laughs> like I'm in Tekken. I'm, I'm doing all these combos on Kazuya. Like, I it's just wild to me that Danby was able to take that because you know people can farm their other regions that might not be as big as texas or any other of the big ones and think okay let's see if we take this fish and put them in a bigger pond man and damage Dan is like oh i, I don't want to i've been at northwest arkansas and i know how that feels yeah. you know he was the number one easily there like kind of like helena feels here. yeah, yeah. So he's like let me see what is out there yeah. and he's been on our pr ever since mm -hmm. yeah and taking our money <laughs> Yeah, and just to just to kind of get into like what exactly placed him here, he was positive. It was I think it was a dominant record over both the guy directly above him and Grayson, who's directly below him. Mm -hmm. So he has that quality of in city wins, and he has a similar loss record to Grayson. Grayson and Danby only had one loss, who was outside of our I think our top twenty on bracket, mm -hmm. which you know is it's somewhat of an arbitrary line, but it's still showing the level of loss they had, and those weren't even. I think Grayson's one loss was Tisby and. Danby's one loss was Taylor, which they show up in these losses. Yeah, yeah. Once we get in these top four people, every loss hurts. It's no loss. It's like very low losses, and then one, but made up for it significantly. And yes. we'll explain why when we get there. But Danby, I'm just. It's just crazy to see Danby like just this. He's so consistent. Like his it's Yoshi mm -hmm. is getting past round one, round two, into round three consistently. His and brackets always look the yeah. same. Exactly. That's why he's a perennial like top eighter almost every single time mm -hmm. and that's why he's this high as number four yeah so uh but a new i mean he's Danby's this high but chef is going even higher even hotter i mean because he's he's i think he's gone from like 10 to 7 to like dude he is I, jumping. he's, he's like multiplying so next time he'll be number one but highest jump in the game chef is kind of a unique contrast to Danby because i don't know if this is just like my failure as like an eye test person but Danby seems really consistent. And mm -hmm. you were saying he had very few losses to people outside of the top 10, top 20. Mm -hmm. Chef seems like a player who has really high highs and then sometimes loses to people he shouldn't. But I don't know if it's the twag or if it's just, <laughs> you know, from previous seasons. Yeah. And this maybe this is a new chef. Maybe this is the most consistent chef we've seen. But Jamma, why do, why do you think he um, rose up so high on this PR? Bring the data. Is it because he has wings? Well, this... So he did have very slightly worse losses than Danby. He had one or two. I don't remember exactly what they were. But his that were yeah, slightly, he had a, yeah. a Zolfo on there. But Shout out to Zolfo. <laughs> Shout out to Zolfo. Woo! We will see. So this is one where actually the rankings of PR kind of... We like to rank top to bottom mm -hmm. so that higher placements can inform what the quality of wins are below them. Yeah. And we saw a significant gap in the overall results between number two and number three. Mm. Chef 
his peak positive record was actually on our number two. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And he also had a positive record on our number four. Plus, he had a big run where he defended in city versus Eight Bit Man and Teaser. I got to commentate Rob that Eight Bit Man set. Yeah. So hype, dude! Yeah, that was insanity. Yeah. And like the things he did to Eight Bit Man, the things he does to every Rob in this region, no matter where you're from. And thanks a lot, Chef. I had to play Teaser right after that. Just for <laughs> the, the least amount of fun I've ever had in Smash Ultimate. Can't imagine and Samus like, Ganon. And I was like, "You're carried, Teaser." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Falco Ganon or Falco Samus seems like a lot more fun than yeah. Ganon Samus. Interactive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, great stuff to Chef. I mean, showing, I mean, he took those buffs and he ran. Oh, yeah. Ran he with flew. Them. Yeah. Flew. He got a running start and took off. <laughs> yeah. So all of it number three. And maybe next season he'll be number two. But for this season, number two went to kind of a surprise. It surprised me. Surprised me. Like it's I had, a- I had Cosma in the top five, but I didn't have him number two. So it's Cosma. Did this surprise you guys too, or were you all expecting it? Yeah, I, I had made my, you know, me and uh, Trey Five just made our, you know, pretend bracket. Like, oh, okay, this is what our top ten looks like. Yes. I don't. I didn't think I had Cosma that high. Nope. And it was like it wasn't until we started looking at it, and I was like. When did you get all these? We were <laughs> what we, on earth? Okay, <laughs> sidebar. I was the most upset. We were all upset about Kazuma. Oh god! He went to almost like very little events. I think yeah. he had like eight. No, he okay. It it felt like he didn't go to many. Okay, yeah. He yeah. went to ten in city events, I believe, which is still which just on in city is well clear. Yeah. thing. And he went to like four or five regionals. Yeah, so. he he likes to travel. Yeah. But I was like, when did you get all these wins? He was Bro. he was positive. On, I, he was a positive on Burt, right? Yes, he was positive on the guy above him. Yeah. It was actually so insane. He had all these great records, and I'm like, why? Like, I was so confused. Where, when? I started doing a little bit of research, and I was like, this oh is God. a crazy run at this, like, freaks. He would, like, he had to beat Grayson, and then he beat Oryx after that, and I'm like, he just tagging up these wins. It's all off stream, that's what happens. Yeah. The thing with Cosmo is that, like, for the longest time, it could be, like, all the way, like, rooting in Smash 4. Like, it was just a bias where we just thought, Cosmo's good, but Grayson's better. Grayson's more flashy. He's more flashy. He's aggressive. Exactly. Yes, that's that's the whole point. But if you're not paying attention, he will sneak up on you, and he certainly did this season. Cosmo is always beating Grayson in the ditto. And we always thought that's just because he knows the Rob matchup better. It might just be because he's better this season. (laughs) He's a really good player and he's winning against literally everyone. Yeah, and the thing that really distinguished Cosmo was just like, so for Danby, Chef, and Oryx on this PR, and I know Grayson was a little bit of a different case, but each of them had like two solid records on Mm -hmm. someone above him. Cosmo was positive on this entire top half of the PR, <laughs> except yeah. for uh, Chef, I think. Yeah. Mm. And that adds up, especially because how you guys were saying two through six was very competitive. Everyone was, like, really close. Yeah. And just these little distinctions matter so much when you are that close in a region like DFW yep. that is just so competitive at the highest level. Numbers I, can only get you so far. I think Chef is cleaning off his talons after seeing... Two, after he saw two Robs are gonna be PR, he's like, he's you like don't say. Like, oh, cool! I get to, I get to be positive about two farm. records. <laughs> but uh, good stuff to Kaza. I, I, he just was a curveball, came out of nowhere, Seriously. and I was just like, huh? And then we, he was like, I get it. I'm sorry, my bad sorry. for getting all these wins. <laughs> and, and then you brought up Davy and ruined it again. <laughs> that's one of those struggles with the PR panel too, because we're almost like. We're not being biased, right? This is how the data yeah. is. Like, no, rough. don't get me wrong. We okay, so we had our like three, four hour discussion, and they're like, okay, maybe we're going crazy. 
maybe we're all hungry or something. <laughs> I was like, break. let's yeah, let's, <laughs> intermission. Let's, I was like, let's let's all table it for today. Let's have slaps look over it. Let's have maybe even someone else look over it. And eventually, they still came to the same conclusion. We need some fresh eyes on this. And they said, uh, they're pretty fresh. And uh, let me clean my glasses. Cosmo, number two. Still. Yeah. You, know, you just <laughs> ran the data through another computer, got the same result. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Was... And it was like, well, I mean, we're not crazy. It's it's this. Well, at this point, Cosmo's a supercomputer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's always nice to have, like, an unexpected, like, person show up. Because yeah, you don't want to look at a PR and be like, yeah, that's what I thought. Let's be honest. <laughs> number one. We all expected this. Yeah, we've yeah. accidentally spoiled it, like, everyone uniformly. Knew. Everyone, everyone knew. knew. Everyone yeah. knew before the announcement happened. People... Listen to that engine burr, baby. <laughs> He's yeah. so I good. Mean, he, he just took his Kazuya to another level. He did. Yeah. He was so worried, too. Like, I'm really happy that he got number one in the PR because he was, like, so much pressure was mounting on his oh, shoulders. Oh, yeah, especially after, after the low tide victory. Like... He got that ninth place finish, and it's like, mm -hmm. I didn't even get top eight, but everybody's like, well, that's probably the best Kazuya in the world now. Yeah, yeah. and he's been talking all, he was talking all season about how I want this to be my season. This is the season to be number one. And I guess want... what? You are! Yeah. You're number one, baby! Let's go, Burr! <laughs> Let's go, Burr. Congratulations. Burr. Man, he got a girlfriend this season. <laughs> he got PR this season. He got number one this season. He a mustache. Low tide is, he grew a mustache this oh, season. Man. He got a fresh cut this season. Yeah, he's he... going to low tide again this season well next season yeah. <laughs> and, he's, he, and he's beating mutates this season he's beating mutates this season like, yeah at a regional man yeah. dude that taunt that he landed was like disgusting <laughs> what taunt bro get oh, the maybe, hell out maybe we'll see that later in a, in a video clip or something maybe so oh, perhaps maybe. <laughs> it's a possibility i'll give you that yeah but, but yeah. great stuff to burr i was man like what do we even well, okay, say what the one <laughs> bad thing about burr is that his losses list and here's a contrast between him and like someone like oryx yes where they both similarly had really bad losses burr was like okay yeah i have bad losses but look at everybody else who i've beaten and i have a positive record over yeah and it's not just a positive record it's just the sheer dominance i think of the like top six we know Cosmo was positive on him, but everyone else, he was at least three sets positive. Jesus Christ. Plus three, yeah, plus three on everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just insane. It's Kazuya too hard to ignore that. Exactly. And like, it, Cosmo's it, it, hanging on to the cliff, but everybody else is in the ravine. Exactly. <laughs> and it gets to a point where you just, like Jamma said, you can't overlook that. Yeah, mm. losses are bad, whatever, but if you're destroying everybody else below you outside of one person, mm -hmm. you're number one. It, it just felt like he was winning, like, at least a tournament a week sometimes two sometimes three like it just seemed like he My was God. dominating yeah. for like a straight month or two i'll yeah. always giggle at the contrast of his name being burr but his play being so so hot yeah and it, you can compare him almost to atomic except burr just skyrocketed yeah because they both had a little bit of rocky seasons you know i think burr lost to like a, some sonic or something like that you yeah. know any Sonic will do at this point. <laughs> Dude, Sonic destroys Kazuya. <laughs> I remember Sonic but, being on Twitter being he like, bounced oh, back. man. And, <laughs> no, he, he bounced just, back. And, mm -hmm. and it was just very solid burr. The gas may be expensive, but the protein is just the same. We're yeah. all muscle, baby. But, uh, congratulations Jeez. to the top 10. Especially burr. Hey, you want to run through it again really quick? Yeah, yeah let's do it. It. It, was, it was tough to make, but, you know. <laughs> all right, we're going to do this, okay? We're going to go from Thrillho to me. Okay. We're going to, like, take turns, all right? So, Thrillho, you take it away. Do I do HM? Yes. yes. Okay. Atomic. Atomic. <laughs> oh, no, okay, Atomic. Do not honor me. I do number 10. 9, 8. Okay. Yes. Uh, honorable mention, Atomic. Congratulations. We'll definitely see you hot. We'll see you on PR. We're waiting for you. Yeah. All right. Number 10, Davey, a.k.a. Sleepyhead, a.k.a. Superhead, a.k.a. Superheadache. But yeah, <sighs> the Aegis, the Luigi, the Game Watch, he showed up. 
Number nine, underscore Trey five. Tell it five, baby. Number eight, I'm glad I get this one. Super Saiyan skits, baby. Catch him next time on DFWZ. Uh, number seven is Yanni. And you're not looking at me right now, but I'm looking at like four different cameras as I say Yanni. <laughs> Yanni, 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 and Yanni. <laughs> number, number six is Orex. Orex, you're one of my favorites to watch. Please go Palo and type people out. I believe in you. You can do it. Do the mute days. Number five is Grayson the Jake Slayer. Oh. The Jake Slayer. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for the training, by the way. <laughs> Number four is Dan B, the legendary Yoshi. He will never go extinct, and neither will his results, evidently. Number three is Chef, who I went to his house and did a first attend, and he did not. He clipped me several times and did not put me on Falco Friday. Anyways, congratulations. Chef. I got Falco Friday this Friday. I was at another <sighs> Smash Fest nice. with him, and he Falco Friday'd me. <laughs> It'll happen to you. Number two, Cosma. You know. Strong results out of city shows up and kicks butt, and, and then just, just, <laughs> into the Cosmo. just goes back to the shadows. Yeah, and then finally, at number one, Burr, the man who set his goal and made it there. Yeah, the data shows, and the data miner over here is the one that took it. He said it was Burr, baby. You heard it right. Yeah, congratulations to Burr. I, I'm crazy, it's, it's crazy to see because Burr. he was PR on Melee and DFW, and he, he was already before, mm-hmm. but he reached it to. Brand new heights on this, PR. dude. This guy is like toing and maintaining a relationship, and he's number one on the PR. I'm like, are you okay? I feel like that orange hair is gonna turn white any day now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but let's get into the juice, though. We got low tide coming up. We have more locals a week than ever. That Monday one might be in PR contention here soon. I'm worried about it. <laughs> you guys are gonna have even more homework to do. I can't yeah. wait. And then we're seeing certain people coming out of the woodwork yeah. and getting better mm-hmm. and better. Halo, Halo. Desley is so close. Uh, Atomic's probably gonna jump too. Cheeks is getting. Cheeks top eight effortlessly. It's, <laughs> it's so like this next season is gonna be so exciting. I think it's gonna be one of the most competitive seasons in all of TFW Smash Ultimate. It's hard enough. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> what about you guys? Like, do you have any predictions? Like, who will rise up? Who will come out of the shadows? It's a wonder. Come out of your shadows for a moment, PR okay. panel. Yeah. The council will decide. Yeah, can... Well, I think the first thing is attendance will definitely ramp up. We're getting into those summer months, so where oh, these baby. last couple seasons we've had people on the borderline of attendance. This season, people will show up, especially toward the end of May, beginning or end into June. Especially Johnny. Yeah. Oh God, Johnny's gonna school be out of school. school. Yeah, Johnny doesn't have school. Oh, Chiefs won't Jesus. have school. Yeah. And I've been talking to a couple of people, and they're saying they want to make a run for people. Oh, like who? Oh God, Zillion, Oryx oh. at the last shockwave, yeah. and it's happening. Oh you know? God. So, Maybe we'll see AZ rise up with a Roy. He's so close. No, AZ stick to the wolf, I believe. <laughs> Beastly got Beastly. like top three at a recent shockwave. Oh, Beastly beating mm-hmm. Burr and having a really great run. I mean, this this it was three zero too. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy. Well, I think it was game five. Oh, but it's gonna be a crazy uh, <laughs> season coming up. Oh, you know who I think's oh, gonna it? be on there? Hmm. Atomic. Atomic dog. The socks are on the rise. Yeah. He's Honorable right mention. there. Yeah. He's grinding. <laughs> yeah. He's going to regionals. He's at every single tournament. Atomic, he I think he's going to make... He's fucked. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm in two grind servers that I'm not using enough, yeah. but I see Atomic in there every day, at here, every hour of the day. He is grinding Whose his way. child is this? Whose child is this? Put him away. It's <laughs> 7 p.m. Do you know where your child is? He's, he's, he's hitting, on the Anthers ladder. He's hitting him with the side B. I'm getting hit with side B. Yeah. He's hitting everybody with side B. Control yeah. your child. <laughs> Get a child leash for Atomic. But um, That's AZ and Usagi's child. <laughs> Until they have a real child. <laughs> but uh, 
And I see 15 or 20 man PR. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I don't know. Please? I, I, I just want everyone to be recognized. I understand, Do like... Do y'all hate us that there's much? There's problems. Yo, we know it's hard. Like, <laughs> I'm, I thanked y'all, like, four times today. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, it's gonna be really hard, given our, like, past, like, decisions, especially coming off that first season, you know, post-COVID. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to justify a 15 or 20 man PR. We're gonna need a bunch of people with records on PR players, no losses, records on PGR players, high attendance. Yeah, it's honestly we follow the data every yeah. single time. We follow the data, and if the data starts trending to where 10, 11, 12, 13 are all similar, then we'll maybe open it up for that discussion. But it just has to go that way. Yeah, if it was like pre-COVID attendance rates, that would be 15 to 20 yeah. for sure. But, but I mean, now. we have low tide coming up. The Summer Smash is upon us. Mm. Yeah, there's going to we'll be two see. other- Summer Smash. Summer Smash, indeed. There's, after low tide, there's going to be Free Plays Regional, Smash Smash Revolution. Oh, baby. Um, Crown is throwing an Odyssey Regional, and that's coming in June. We're going to hear about that on another podcast. So yeah, this, this next season, Oh my god, this is going to be so much Smash. Y'all so hate excited. us. You, you're hating us by wanting to make us do a 15 to 20 match. We up. do. We love you for it. We're sorry for it. <laughs> Except our condolences. 12-hour discussion. Dear god, man. <laughs> if there's anything that makes me sweat, it's Smash and Summer. And I can't wait for it all to stink way worse. <laughs> I'm just proud of everybody that made the PR today. Yeah, yeah. I am super proud, but... Man, you're talking about a 12-hour discussion. This podcast is reaching 12 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> so like, I think Divided by 60? <laughs> yeah. We might have to cut this episode short. We might have to indeed. We'll see. We'll see. Catch us after a potential break. <laughs> and until then, it's on air with Big Pink Dare Bear and the Council. <laughs> see you then. Hi, this is Emily with Freeplay Arcade, letting you know that with your Freeplay membership, you have access to our bi-monthly zine. Yes, zine. Just like the many magazines that became popular in the 80s and 90s. With our zine, you have access to art, stories, and other arcade-related magic. You don't have to be a member in order to be published. Reach out to me, Emily, at freeplayinc.com with your ideas or submissions. And we are back. We are getting to the end of the episode. But before we say goodbye to our guests, it's time for the tradition, how we end every episode. Tried and true. Thurlo, you already answered these questions, so you, you go be quiet, okay? Okay. <laughs> We're in a rush. We are in a rush, and this is time for Jamma to shine. Jamma, are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? I'm ready. I'm glad y'all added the don't look below here and the second line, because it took a minute to register. Yeah, he was just kind of looking at me like, well, how am I supposed to read the questions yeah. on my glasses? And we're like, we, ha we have a Google Doc with questions, but Jamma has not seen any of these questions. Alright, getting into it. What is your favorite Zelda game? We know you love Zelda. You're wearing a Zelda shirt right now. You play three links. It's Ocarina of Time. I yes. thought about hey! it a lot. I thought about it a lot between Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. Same. But because yeah. Ocarina of Time, like Breath of the Wild, I have like problems with the things like the dungeons mm -hmm. and the bosses. Ocarina of Time, there are just no problems aside from it's old. My it's one old. flaw with Ocarina of Time is I wish like the main area, the Hyrule Field, had a little more to do. But that's like such a minor such a nitpick. Minor no, the yeah, is, like, plus that's, perfect. like, given how old it is, he probably didn't have the data storage for it. <laughs> they literally, yeah, they literally could not fit any more content in. <laughs> but anyway, number two, favorite link. And wait, is this to play? Favorite link to play? To play? I don't know. We're going to go with both. Both. To play first. I mean, my favorite link to play is obviously Big Link. That's yeah. why I've been playing him. Okay. And then, who's your favorite link of all time? Of all hero of time? 
Who is the most could, courageous? Could I? I don't know. I'm a f- big fan of Twilight Princess Link. He gets yeah. some fun toys. That's true. He's also the pretty. He gets to turn into a wolf. He gets, yeah. Gets He's got like cool the stuff. furry goodness. He's got like the well, eyeliner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got the dark emo boy going on. He does. It's a gritty game. Number three. What's your favorite item in Zelda? Is it also from Twilight Princess? The oh, it probably is. It's the what's it called? The spinner top. The dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. That's your favorite item. It's so it, much fun in this context. <laughs> it's a I lot mean, of the fun. bow and arrow might be the most. Of fun, course. but like that's kind of hard to call an item at this point since yeah. it's a regular like it's a consumable weapon now. in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, we're talking about like. But extras. the spinner top's so much fun. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. It's like it's so much. I want an entire game of just like that, like doing platforming challenges. Yeah. Be fun. <laughs> Beyblade, let it rip. Number four, best Zelda song. This is gonna be so hard. The best, best Zelda, Zelda song. song? Uh, it's it's probably a tie between two Ocarina of Time songs. Of course, right. The Song of Storms. Ah, and, yeah. And the opening, the oh. opening of Ocarina of Time. Oh, that's just God. like that just biggest nostalgia in the mood. Do. Dude, I have I just got like a wave of goosebumps yes. about the opening chords oh, and like so the boom. And he's just riding around a pono. Oh my God, I love it. I, <sighs> I remember a specific tweet interaction where Hip Hop Frog was like. He was asking for like perfect video game songs, and I put that, and he he like read it and like, oh, James putting all the Zelda songs. Then he heard that one, I was like, damn. He's right. He's right though. John's right for it. <laughs> it I still perfect. have that playlist saved on my YouTube. It's so good. We need to have him do that again. <laughs> okay, okay. Of all the Zelda characters, who would you add into Smash? Of all the who would you want to Smash? Impa, Urbosa, who are we adding? I would probably add Urbosa because I'd like yeah. a new Breath of the Wild rep. I know, I know. Thrill's <laughs> pumping. We lost out on Twintel. Uh, we need Urbosa. But, you know, and I would also, like, consider, like, Midna a strong contender. She's an assist of trophy. Mm-hmm. Or, you Tetra. know. Tetra. Tetra. It's just hard to add another Zelda, you know? I know I know. Tetra is, kind of, is her own thing, yeah, but, like, yeah. we have three Links and two Zeldas. I don't True. know if we can add another Zelda. As much as I love Tetra as a character. Mm. That, that's fair. We I need just... more representation. Like yeah, Zelda representation. We have and essentially three characters for one of the best, you know, one of the biggest Nintendo. Even Sheik, yeah. even Sheik is still the wait, Zelda. Sheik is Zelda? What? Well, wait a minute, spoilers! Ocarina of Time spoilers. <laughs> okay, number six. Rate the Zelda characters in Smash from best to worst. The Zelda characters, like so tier list, tierless wise, wise. Tierless wise. Tierless wise. Because I have um, a hot take, and I I want to see if you have it too. Yo. I think it is Young Link, Toon Link. Link, Zelda, Ganondorf. Ooh. Okay, okay. I think Zelda's better than Big Link. <gasps> what? I don't think Big Link's very good. I think... He does I drop every week. I don't think Link's very good. I think Zelda's a trash character. <laughs> she's so bad. Why in she... singles, in singles. Why do you think she's so bad? What does she do? She ha- She relies... Because one of my biggest problems with Link is I can't, like... I can't camp because I got a frame 27 projectile. What's Zelda doing? That's her whole thing. She doesn't have other moves. It's true. That's if they have fair. an answer for Phantom, she it's over. Yeah. Isabel, that's a horrible matchup. Oh, yeah. So it's <laughs> terrible. But, all right. I wanted, to, I wanted you to confirm my hot take, but you didn't. So I'm a little sorry. But you were close. They were, like one, they were one place off. <laughs> You're close enough. All right. Number seven. Do you find your soccer skills translate to Smash at all? At all. I, I remember a very, like, distinct time. I was kind of, like, trying to understand how to control space in uh, Smash. And I kind of, like, translated it to how Barcelona controls space. Where you can, like, mm-hmm. they, they have, like, very strict positioning. Where they stay in certain spots to draw the defenders out and, like, open the middle of the field. Yeah. So yeah. you take those opportunities in the middle and now they're the ones in the bad spot. The spacing and conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, every sport, like, has spacing in it, so... I'm glad that, you know, you got something out of your soccer Yeah, education. and I'm really good at Agreed. kicking. I'm really good at kicking. So, uh, you know, sex Nair, kicking. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that is so true. Gracious. All right. 
who would smash would be the best goalkeeper and why is it Kirby? <laughs> you just suck I mean, in the ball. <laughs> you know, it depends on whether you can. Okay, if you're wanting, if you're wanting to go to that angle, King Dedede also has to contend. Oh, true. He has he has more range. Oh, um, true. As far as oh, that's that's a tough one. I mean, there are some of the guys with like the time control. Like if you just like dive oh. toward the ball and then which time that's true and Bayo's like seven foot tall yeah and she she i think she's like nine isn't she she's like nine feet tall all right let me pull up like so I pull up an image of the roster because i can never remember 80 characters okay, i gotta put my glasses okay, back. back on you can't see the questions no more um Look at i don't oh, know i think we fit trainer we fit trainer we fit trainer she's got the athleticism she just doesn't have like an x factor like where mm. she can cheat you know i think yeah. it's Kirby. Kirby i think, I think but what about palatina the wall just put oh, a wall in front of yeah, the goal and you're done. True. My counter's not that fast. I though. don't know that you can save. <laughs> I don't know that you're allowed legally to save things with like other objects though. Like you're not allowed oh, to throw true. your shin guards at. They would or put rules they into would the They would take mix. away her staff. <laughs> yeah, they would take away her staff. So like, what is she? So is I Kirby think, not allowed to eat the ball then? Kirby not allowed. I mean, you can head the ball. There's no like rule I think against trying to eat the soccer ball. You, know? <laughs> you just have to give it back after. Look, look, nothing in the rule book says a dog can't play. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Air Bud references? We old. <laughs> I'm laughing at it. This is like I'm your old fourth too. Air Bud reference, okay? I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm also a big fan of Golden Retrievers. Anyway, so, number nine. Favorite game at free play? Favorite game at free play? Could be pinball, could be arcade cabinets, could be Smash. Basketball. <laughs> Keyball. I mean, I definitely go over to the pinball machines the most, but mm. I think my favorite, like, classic arcade game is Sinistar. That's a really fun one. Oh, man, you're so right. I, I, I don't know. I have a lot of fun with that game. Is that app? Which replay is that app? I'm pretty sure it's at Richardson. Okay, I'll have to play that next time. For sure. I like, uh... Wait, Thrillho. Did you ever answer that question? What's your favorite game of replay? Pinball. Hey. I just can't get that into pinball, but that, I, I that see the ball. I want to see you play those games. Pinball is easy to go over and play. Yeah. Ski ball side event yeah. win. <laughs> okay, last one. The people want to know why is Harbor Jam a thing? What's the lore? Are we, we're giving spoilers? Is, is this big spoilers? <laughs> I mean, I can, I can give the real answer, but then that kind of like. You know, diminishes the like He's so value bright. of it. You should just say, "Oh, the reason is," and then the credits and, roll. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, the reason is I went to Harvard, obviously, and I played soccer there. And you know, there's not much else to say. Wow. <laughs> I feel like there's more to say because you're laughing, but you know what? If you want to keep it close to the chest, and then one day drop it. It even says so on my Wikipedia page. First of all, <laughs> you have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Yeah. It goes deeper. <laughs> the rabbit hole is growing. Oh my god! I'm still falling. All right. <laughs> well, no one. We're never. We're never gonna know. Okay. But I guess with that, we should end the podcast. Um. Thank you, Thrillho, for showing up. Thank you, Jamma. Thanks to the PR panel, Joey, Freaks, Free Play, everyone in the DFW Smash community. That's gonna be it for us. And no, thank you to Superhead. <laughs> Y'all have a great day. <laughs>